0: Welcome back to the Unraveling Podcast with me, Kelly Beccara, and I'm so excited to continue on with this series of living an abundant life. We have discussed quite a few topics already, so if you haven't been listening, go back and start from the beginning because so many of these topics kind of go together and help build on one another. I don't think that there is a more important time in my lifetime where um, I need to be focusing on the abundant life that comes from Jesus. And the abundant life does not mean a super easy life, a rich life, a life full of material things. It means a life where we are getting to live and walk in the goodness of God and all the gifts that he gives us. Things like grace and love and forgiveness and um, the fact that he has a plan for us and it's good. All these things that we get when we are walking in an abundant life with him. And this abundant life from Jesus is available to every single one of us no matter what we're going through, no matter what our life looks like right now, and I think we need it more than ever. And so today's topic is on glorifying God with our gifts, and I know I've mentioned it many times, but it's not too late to go um, get the printable workbook that goes along with this series. You don't have to do it with the podcast, but it it can be nice to listen to this. Um, That can be found at my website, kellybacara.com, and in the show notes, and there's also some inspirational cards that were created for this series as well, if you're interested in having or hanging up some encouragement in your home. And then lastly, like I always ask, if you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. It helps the podcast a ton. And finally, I know many of you have actually gotten to this podcast because of my blog and my Facebook page, but I always try to post some blogs that are relevant to the topic that I'm talking about in the podcast. And so those are also in the show notes. But anyways, let's get started on today. We are going to be looking at um, how we can glorify God with our gifts and talents. Before there was ever time, before the world and all that's in it was created, God thought of you. When he created you, he made you with specific DNA, talents, and a specific personality. Why? He gave you these things so that you could best accomplish his plan for your life. God literally made you the way you are so that you could fulfill a part of his great plan. You really matter in a really, really big way. Do you believe that? Do you understand that you are essential to the kingdom of God? I really hope you do. And so as we are looking at and discussing an abundant life, we can't overlook the unique gifting that God has given to each of us because living our most abundant life is when we are living in his plan and gifts for us. Matthew five sixteen says, let your, sh- your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven the gifts that God has given us aren't just for us. They are actually for him. They, they are to bring him glory, not us. And even if you don't believe it, you were made with a gift. You were made with gifts, more than one, that can actually help others see more of him through you. So I know some people who are very analytical, rational thinkers, many of whom have careers that are like accountants or engineering or engineers or something along those lines. Um, And these people amaze me. They think, the way that they think is so intriguing to me because I literally could never think like them. I'm more of the emotional creative type, we call it, Um, and our brains are just very different. They are really good at things that I'm terrible at, and so I might want to have like a really deep conversation and dive into emotions and they're kind of like... No thanks, lady. Like, back off. Um, And instead of just talking about emotions, they're more likely to want to solve the problem, um, which is great, except that some of us actually need time to talk. (laughs) And so my point is that we were made differently, and that's a very, very good thing. Because if everyone was like me, we'd be a world full of basket cases. And if everyone was just analytical and didn't want to tap into maybe the emotional side of the brain, we might be missing out on some really good stuff there, too. God made us so diverse. It's truly beautiful and he did it on purpose. He loves how different we all are and he needs us to be that way. So when you think about who you are, who God created you to be, and specifically what gifts he has given you, what comes to mind? You might be thinking, I have no clue or nothing good, Um, but that's not true. And so again, this workbook that I created, it goes along with the series, has a journaling spot that asks some questions to help you think through this. But I'm going to mention a couple of them here just to get you thinking and to get you going, because these are important questions to be asking. So what kinds of things are you passionate about? What activities do you do that make you lose track of time that you just get so into? Do you like being around people or doing more individual work? Because we need both. Is there a certain population that you love to serve? For example, I am passionate about helping people live better lives and feel more connected to God. I am also passionate about raising Jesus, raising um, Jesus, knowing and loving children. I love putting things together like workbooks or um, just things like that. It's, I like having a layout and I like making things that make sense. Um, And I think I'm supposed to put together some kind of Bible study related to mental health someday, something like that. Like, that's something that's been on my heart that sounds both meaningful and fun to me. And I also love working with women. I have a heart for teenagers and college-age girls. And so now that I know some of this stuff, I can start opening up myself to how God may want to use me. So I want you to think about that. What kinds of things, again... Are you passionate about, that you love to do, um, the people you like to be around, and just where do you feel alive? I also want you to think about way back to when you were younger. What did you love to do? Sometimes it's in our childhood that our gifts are are most naturally seen um, because we aren't worried about how they compare to other people's gifts at that age, right? We just do them because we enjoy them and they become natural, For example, I asked someone this who was struggling to figure out who, um, just what she should pursue, what major she should pursue in college specifically, and she said that she remembered her favorite thing to play when she was little was school, and she absolutely loved being the teacher. She also remembered times throughout her life when she felt really good for being able to help people learn. And after that conversation, she decided that becoming a teacher was the route that would best suit her. And I know that the answer may not always lie in our childhood, but sometimes we get a little glimpse of going back and looking. And I know that there are also people who are going to hear this and say or feel like they have missed their chance to really find their purpose and use the gifts that God has given them. They let an opportunity go or they feel like they're too exhausted by the daily tasks that they already have to deal with every day, to actually dive into something that they're passionate about, and I get that. But I also want to encourage you to remember that your purpose is not found in one career or one big goal. There's a purpose for your life every single day, even if it's when you're being bombarded by children all day, or when you're up to your eyeballs and paperwork. God can use you when you're sick at home. He can literally use you and your gifts anytime, anywhere. So don't believe the lie that you have missed out. God knew you would be right here, right now. If you have a heartbeat, then you have a purpose, plain and simple. And that was my little side tangent for the day. But one thing um, that that I always try to encourage people to do is to daydream with God. And that might sound kind of weird, but really just take some time alone, get your journal out, maybe turn on some worship music and ask God to meet you in those moments and start by just taking notes of like the daydreams that pop into your head. I did this one Friday night about four years ago. I sat in my living room of the apartment I was living in with my husband at the time. We were newly married um, before I had any kids. And I was listening to Hillsong, and I just remember this pretty clearly. And I began to write what God put on my heart and just daydream. And that was actually the night that the thought popped into my head that I was going to start a blog. And then the, when it came into my head, I was like, what? A blog? I don't even write. I, what would I even write about? It took me a good two years to really take that leap, but there's no doubt in my mind that God himself planted that seed in my head that night, and I'm so glad he did, and that I didn't completely push it away, even though it felt pretty crazy at the time. And I really hope that through the blog, God has been glorified more recently I did this again, just kind of taking the time to daydream with God. And I got a similar idea um, that my husband and I would be starting a business of some sort, and which is again, kind of crazy. I still have no idea what the business would be, um, but I think it'd be something that God uses both of us and our gifts to glorify him with. And again, it can, that can take a while for that to become a thing. Maybe it never will, but I just, that's what I felt at the time. So I wrote it down. And sometimes God just plants seeds in us and we're supposed to, you know, start looking around and water them. So I just want to encourage you to take the time to talk with God. Daydream with him. Let him put desires on your heart. He knows you, how to use your personality, talents, and gifts perfectly. He is the one who made you after all. Ephesians two ten says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Remember that we can also use our gifts in ways that don't necessarily bring God glory. We can get caught up in the accolades and the money, and we can get caught up in comparison and competition. It's important that when you are really living an abundant life, you are focusing on your own lane. Because as soon as we start staring at someone else's and start noticing and desiring their gifts, we tend to outstep our lane and we might just crash and burn. So take some time to consider if you have been comparing your gifts to others and how it's impacted you. And imagine life if you truly could focus on your own race without having to be in competition with anyone else. How freeing would that be? Don't forget that the enemy would love to use comparison to draw you away from that plan that's yours. Finally, I want you to think about one small step you can take that would help you either start exploring your gifts or really start using them. Maybe you want to shadow someone who's in a certain field that you feel is you're interested in. Maybe you need to look up and research some ministries that you could be a part of. Maybe you need to take the first step in starting your own ministry or business or something. Um, perhaps you're feeling called to lead a small group. Start by seeing who might be interested or start by inviting people into your life and pouring into them. Remember, you are his workmanship. You are his vessel. You are a tool that he can use to accomplish his plan. The closer to this plan that we walk, the more alive we feel because we are doing exactly and literally what we were created for. How awesome is that? That's a really big part of living an abundant life. It's knowing we matter in God's kingdom and walking alongside of him as we do it, knowing that we are never, ever alone. And so the whole point of this podcast was just to get you thinking um, and encourage you to take some step forwards in your call. You are perfectly you for a reason. He did not make you mistakenly, and he wants to use you. My hope and prayer is that as you hear these words, something will stir inside of you, and you will just get this feeling of knowing that that there is absolutely a great plan for you, and you want to walk in it and actually believe that you can because God will do it with you. And so I'm just going to leave you with that today. I would love to connect with you on social media. Again, all that information is in the show notes. Um, But please let me know if um, anything comes from this for you, if you have any thoughts or insight, or if there's any questions you might have. But outside of that, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week.